Hi everyone, I am Camille Miller from the Natural Life Business Partnership and I am with our member Anne-Marie Cantrell out of Pennsylvania. Um, she's a wellness educator and chef. Um, and we decided that we would start to do um, community conversations as we're all in lockdown, just about different things, what people, different people are going through and NLBP has such an awesome community of different entrepreneurs that I thought it'd be really awesome to just come together and just have small conversations just about life um, and how we can uplift everyone. So I asked Anne-Marie to join me this morning and talk a little bit about what's going on in her life and the food piece of being in lockdown. Since we were talking before we um, turned on the camera, just that the beauty of the situation is that we're all in lockdown together. It doesn't matter who you are, what you do, who your family is, what your job is, what country you live in. We are all in this together. And it's, and it's this beautiful connectedness and this beautiful oneness, at least I'm feeling out of it. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to find like the gratitude in every day uh, uh, and look at the positive of every day. And for, what, for me, one of the things is, um, my kids are home, which, you know, is different, <laughs> even the ones from college. Um, but the beauty is that we literally have three meals a day together now. We can sit, we can talk. Um, we're doing online sign language classes today together. We decided to start, um, you know, and it's really a connectedness that I don't think I've felt in a really long time from, from such a beautiful place. And there's no interactions. No one's running off anywhere. No one's doing anything else. And it's kind of this beauty. Mm -hmm. So how have you found it by you? You know, um, so there's just my husband and myself at home. And so we've been home and we're eating meals together. We're cooking together. You know, things are changing a little. And I work from home a lot, so it's kind of like, but it's different now, you know, it's yeah. definitely different, but I'll tell you what, like, I'll go out for a walk or something, and the parks are loaded with people, oh. like on a Saturday, where you would walk, and you know, maybe you would see some people and some families, like, everybody is out, you know, parents with their kids, with their dogs, like, and I'm like, this is beautiful, this is so incredible, you're like, nobody's home on screens, everybody's out in the park. Yeah. And they're doing it as families. And I'm like, this will be so interesting on the other side of this to really see like what the, what the lessons are. Cause there's so many gifts in this right now. I think. I, I totally agree with you. Totally agree. I live in about two years ago, I moved from a really rural country area to um, a downtown, a downtown, like we call it a borough, like where the you know homes are smaller and we're all together, but we have sidewalks for the first time in my life. I didn't even grow up like this. And just to see people walk by the house, and we have front porches that we can sit on and and talk from a distance. But you know, as, as people walk by, and it, it is kind of quiet, but I would think in the borough it's probably busier than it is anywhere else because we have sidewalks. Right. You know, and and um so we got sidewalk talk and we're thinking of putting motivational messages on the, on the walkway as Fun. people go by and because it will rain, we can change them up and then we'll see more people by the house. Cause we'll write them all over the place. That's awesome. It feels like it's just forcing people to get outside, be creative. The other thing that I've noticed is 
on, like if I'm on a walk, because you know, sometimes you'll pass somebody and they'll, you know, put their eyes, you know, put their gaze down. Yeah. People are looking you in the eye, saying hi. If I'm driving by a walker, we both wave. I mean, it's, oh, really, no. it's like more of this connectedness. Yeah. Yeah. I think out of this, we're going to change some of our habits. Like I, I said in my podcast yesterday, like I think it's time for us to pause. Like Mother Nature needs to pause. We needed to pause. I felt like we were overstressed. Yeah. One of the things my kids said is they're not really stressed about school, like in the assignments and everything, because they're not, you know, waking up too early, right? you know, and rushing off to school and doing all this work. So it's just like a new way of learning. And I hope it becomes a new way of learning, actually, mm-hmm. that they get out of that, that high school brick and mortars kind of structure that they're in now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't actually like it, you know, because I think life is virtual and i think we're all seeing what it's like to work from home now for some people it's brand new right you know it's there's some new skills people are learning right now (laughs) and then how we can connect to others when you feel isolated but i think out of all of this we're going to become much more connected i do too much more connected so one of the great topics i thought you could talk about a little bit is food because i will tell you i'm even i'm a cook and then all of a sudden coming up with three meals a day, every single day, and this could go on for months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a little bit. And I was like, wow, I have to pull out some of my old roots of, you know, staple food and then foods that last. Like if you cook a whole chicken and then you cook, cook chicken soup and then you, you know, kind of go down the line. Um, and the second thing was gardening. Mm-hmm. Like I had not. Um, done gardening in quite a bit and I'm like you know what I need to grow some food you know because you really don't know what's going to happen and if fresh produce and produce and stuff stops so that's um, another thing that I'm thinking of and then I was like oh my gosh am I going to do like a whole garden like my whole backyard because I could which would be quite large right or do I just do containers and mm-hmm. And then I used to, when I was on the, the, in the rural part on the farm, we used to compost everything because I used to, you and I met through an organic way, truly an organic farming. (laughs) So so I was like, oh my gosh, I have to go back to those roots, right? All organic and, you know, keeping my eggshells and my coffee grinds and, and, and so I started a compost bucket again so I could have richer soils and stuff. Um, so what are your thoughts around, you know, what families can do either gardening or food or anything in that realm? Yeah. yeah. You know, so it, it's kind of an exciting time for me because I think that we're at a point right now where people are going to really have to start to think more regionally, mm-hmm. you know, because you go into the supermarkets and the shelves are bare. So stuff isn't coming in from California or Ecuador. You can't get all the fruits that you want. So um, and we're in a region, I mean, I'm in Pennsylvania, you're in New Jersey, where there are so many small farms, you know, so, and those people are essential businesses, so they're still doing and producing and, you know, so my first recommendation for people is to um, go online and see who's around you in terms of farms, because, you know, you can call them up, they do deliveries now, they do, um, you know, drop-offs or you can like pick up, they'll bag your stuff and just go to the farm, pick your bag up, prepay, you know, it's, so they're making it really easy to do stuff like that. So you can always at least have fresh produce. 
Um, I eat meat, so there's a lot of like meat farmers in my area. And I went up to one last week and I was like, are you okay? Like, and he's like, we've got plenty of food, you know, plenty of food. I'm like, okay, good. So I know the people that I can go to. So I'm not scared. There's not this scarcity mindset with right. all of that, you know? Um, and then the other thing is like thinking about growing, you know, and it's still easy enough to get seeds. A lot of the local farmers do um, seedlings. So they're growing their seedlings right now. So you could call a local farmer and be like, hey, do you have broccoli plants or kale plants or tomato plants that I can buy? And then you can stick them in your own garden. Fantastic. And my husband um, farmed for like 20 years. We had a community supported agriculture. And some of the things that were so easy to grow and then harvest were like all those leafy greens, like Swiss chard, kale, collard greens, because you just have a couple of plants and you can just keep harvesting off that plant. Take a couple of leaves for dinner that day, you know, and then wait a little while and those leaves are going to grow back. So it's not like you need to plant a ton of all of these things. You can actually, same thing with um, some lettuces, you know, sometimes we would just pick the lettuce leaves and then just continue to let them grow out. And as soon as they go to seed, they're going to get really bitter. But um, I would still eat them because I love <laughs> bitter foods like that. Can you, for people that don't have um, grounds or they just have balconies or a front stoop, can they container grow? Totally. Yeah, stick okay. a couple of Swiss chard plants in a container and then you'll have food for a really long time. That's fabulous. Yeah, and you can you just have... keep taking those leaves. And they go in the ground early, right? Um, I, I mean, guess I'm bad with that part. Like, I think I, that we, I think you can start doing it now. Yeah. Well, I don't remember how Sam did it. If it was all transplants, I think they were all transplants. So he started them in a greenhouse. Okay. And I think his rule of thumb was like plant outside after Mother's Day when the threat of yeah. frost was passed. Yeah, do after Memorial Day. So that was my yeah. question. But I guess right. the idea is to start it now. Actually, you could do containers inside. Could totally do containers in yeah. the just like a coat room. I'm thinking, wow, I could probably do containers there. Yeah. Or even my front porch where it's probably um more covered. Uh-huh. Not as cold as the ground itself. Yeah. Probably. Or you can, you know, and if we're having some warm days, you can mm -hmm. stick trays outside in the sun and then bring them in at night, you know? Right. But yeah, stuff like that. I mean, easy to do in herbs or so easy to throw some herbs into a container and they'll go all summer long. It's just, it feels really empowering. You know, like right now it's kind of like, I think people feel so much loss of control because yeah. they can't control what's going on, you know, outside in the universe. But this is so empowering to be able to grow your own food and then be able to cook your own food. It's just, yeah. There's a definitely a beauty to just walking out to the garden saying, what do I feel like today? Yeah. You know, making a cucumber and tomato salad or, you know, even the sauces. Like I, I haven't done that in years. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, all right, I could start small. Mm -hmm. I had a big garden and it got too big, like, and then I couldn't control it. And it was just exhausting. But now it's not like I don't have time. Right. So those things. Yep. And the other fun thing I think to start to learn is um, just go out into your garden, into your yard and see what's growing naturally that's edible. Because there's so much stuff coming up now early spring. Like I have a ton of chickweed in my yard that people oh. think is just like a regular weed and they'll pull it up and 
know, feed it to the chickens or throw it out or whatever, but it's a really good spring tonic food, you know, and so many people have stuff growing. There's um, a plant called purple dead nettle that we just have everywhere going around our carport. And so I'm thinking I might just start doing posts and putting these pictures on for people to look. Yeah. Stuff is edible. And, you know, when you have wild food, there's so much more inherent nutrition and stuff yes. that's growing wildly than stuff that's cultivated. So you can eat really, really well, you know, as long as you're not spraying yeah, yeah, yeah. your lawn, the dandelions are starting to come up. You can take those leaves, you can eat those flowers, you can dig those roots. So with the dandelions, and that's kind of a cool thing. So I don't, I haven't had chemicals on my land. I don't know if the owners before me did, but certainly a few years. And I know organic is three years. So I'm, I'm pretty much there. This is like my third summer. So, um, for the dandelions, when they come up, it's, I know you don't eat the flower, right? You eat the, yes. you can't eat the flower too? Yeah, it's like I'll take the flower, I'll just take like the yellow petals off and sprinkle them on top of salads or something. You can eat the flowers. Wow. Yeah. I'll be good with like dandelion searching. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's fun, <laughs> the leaves. Yeah. Well, if you start posting that stuff, I will definitely be a follower and sharer because that is so cool. Yeah. I mean, there's so much stuff like this and, you know, people like, you know, God willing, we're still going to be able to go out on hikes and stuff, but the fiddlehead ferns are going to be coming up in the woods and, you know, like identifying those and can get those. And I mean, there's, there's, there's lots a of lot of fun stuff, stuff, you know, like yeah. to explore and learn yeah. about that um, we can do at this time when we're home now, I think. That's really interesting. And yeah. I, and I think that's like another beauty to this time because I don't think anyone would have thought to do it. Mm -hmm. And now you're like, okay, it saves money. It's better for you. You know, it's, uh, it's something you can do with your family. Totally. It's fresh air, it's outside. Mm -hmm. you know, and it's kind of creative. Try something new. Yeah, and that's the other thing about cooking too, like for people that are home with kids, like there's, you know, social studies for you and culture and find out, you know, what cultures eat this food, how did they prepare it, do your math, you know, biology, what does it do for your body? I mean, there's so many like teaching opportunities through cooking that it could just be really, really fun. And who doesn't, you know, kids, I think really love to cook. Like it's always been my experience, you know, you give them stuff to do and if they're picky eaters, they're going to tend to eat the stuff that they cook. Absolutely. Because they put so much into it. Yeah. yeah. Now you've given me a whole bunch of ideas. <laughs> opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely fabulous. Yeah. And it's also eating for the season. So we know that that's better for us. Right. Right. Yeah. Be much healthier. And actually around May or June, berries start growing too. Wild berries. Yeah. The wild berries. All over the place. I remember yeah. that. I know. It's kind of fun. It's like we're hearkening back to homesteading, you know, like, yeah, but it's, um, but there's so much to be gained from it. I think it's just really nice to be out there and have those connections, you know, and you just go out with this sense of like, whoa, I never knew this was here. Like we're noticing so much more right now. Agreed. Yeah. Nature's coming back. Totally. Yeah. Very nice. Well, thank you so much for this talk today. This was yeah, full of great information. <laughs> Forging fabulous food. Oh, yeah. Love it. I love that title. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. And um, I don't know if people have any questions on this, you can write them in the comments and we will contact Anne-Marie to answer all of them. 
um, and we can do it right on our Facebook page. So I'll also post this on my Facebook page. So um, if, you have, if you're watching that there, just ask comments and we'll make sure Amory can answer them because I do not have the answers this time. So, <laughs> all right. Thanks, Amory, for joining me today. Thank you. Have a great one. You too.